back in the 90s. Everything was better and somehow worse all at once. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of Saturday morning cartoons. by day, homework by night. We were betrayed by the boomers we had sworn to protect. Frozen in student loan debt for a thousand years. Now on the internet, the shows of old return, and we live again. We are defenders of what came before. We are Nostalgia Plus. Hey, Dan. What are we doing here? We're going to record an episode of Nostalgia Plus. You're all supposed to say it. I didn't, we didn't oh, plan that. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Nostalgia, Nostalgia Plus. Plus. I'm going to have to line that up in the audio. It's going to suck. <laughs> it, also, uh, so, it, also, it also peaked because I hear some peaking there. Yeah. So uh, this is the uh, podcast where we listen to all the old things that are made new again by the internet. And uh, once again, we are diving deep, deep into gargoyles with some fantastic episodes as the world tour begins. I am grumpy about (laughs) this. That's grumpy Rachel. Yeah. And uh, informative Peter. (laughs) Hey. Uh, Nick is also here. He's not oh, yeah. yet. also present, Nick. Yeah, I'm also here. <laughs> and uh, Katie Willis. Yeah, me. I'm <laughs> also here. Real name. The other female in this podcast. <laughs> and hey, guys, it's me, Dan Evanson. Hi, Dan. Hi, Good Dan. Friend. How are you? The goodest of good boys. I'm here to help you <laughs> get through this world tour. As I said, many, many decades of episodes that we have to watch. I'm scared. Yeah. yeah, so so Rachel, you seem to have some Feelings. intrinsic disagreements with the world tour. She could just get on a plane and leave. Yeah. I'm so okay, so but let's let's work up to this, right? So they leave Avalon at the end of the last episode, and we are we're told it'll send you where you're supposed to be. Well, and, no, no, where where you need to be. Right, where you need to be. I you sure. But so um so this episode is immediately following that and they end up um back uh at at the location of the castle wyvern where where Goliath used to serve in the year 994. Um, yeah, we're talking about uh episode 37 Shadows of the Past. Let me read the uh description here real quick. The world tour begins at the original site of Castle Wyvern. There's more than old memories waiting for Goliath at his ancestral home. Um, and and of course they have a little adventure there, and that's reasonable. Um, but then they're in Scotland, and and like the next episode that follows, they've taken a boat, I guess, back to Avalon, and then left Avalon again. So yeah, so this Avalon is will hopefully send them back to Manhattan. Right. This is a question I had is, you know, when they're in the water, uh, obviously leaving Avalon, time returns to this one to one ratio instead of this one to 24 ratio. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And 
Then they <laughs> leave that location and go back. I see where you're going. And I'm just wondering, at what point does time begin to move fast again and then slow again? And at the end of this enormous 20-episode arc that you've just revealed to us... Uh, like how much time will have passed? Yeah. yeah. I think we'll, maybe we'll find out. But anyway, also, we from will. the perspective of the people <laughs> on the island of Avalon, are they just like coming back every hour or so? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. It's like it's like me fast traveling in Skyrim back to my home <laughs> to drop off all my stuff and then uh-huh. going back out and then yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, the thing that annoys me about this, it's like, yeah, why do they go back to Avalon? They're in Scotland. Just go to a town. Well, gargoyles can't get on a plane. That's they, yeah, there is that. Well, the gargoyles can just hang on to the plane. They can fly. Yeah, you're yeah. right. They can just fly. Yeah, we don't um, know they can fly across the Atlantic. Well, that's why I said they could hang yeah. onto the plane. That's true. And like, sure. or, or sneak I mean, into the cargo. Yeah, place. or yeah, they could be shipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel <laughs> like ships. <laughs> that's a big box. <laughs> I feel like this situation could be solved very easily. Well, I feel like the, at least the uh, the first, you know, let's say five times it happens you probably could be forgiven for being like why we don't need to get on a plane we've got magical boats instantaneous transport from one place to another it sounds fantastic and then but like by the 15th or the 20th time if you're not taking rachel's advice and getting on a dang plane i don't know what you're doing i hope hope the last episode of this arc is just them saying (laughs) screw it we'll get on a plane oh my god I, i won't spoil it but that essentially does happen, but they don't get on a plane. They do something far, far dumber. So, so okay, I'm just get on a different boat, a not magical boat. <laughs> so, in my opinion, okay, Scotland's a little weird because at least it probably doesn't have her passport. I know this is pre uh, 2001 uh, travel, but I think you still need a passport to go from Scotland to um, generally, yeah, uh, yeah. But the second episode, they're in Canada. I know for a fact you didn't need. A, I didn't think you needed a passport pre, like pre nine eleven. No, I don't no, think no. you did. Yeah, could have gotten a car. Yeah, I, I assume Queen Florence Island is that a real place? Does anybody? Does anybody look that up? No, I, I have. What is it called? I got Queen it. Forest Island, Florence. Florence. Uh, sorry, I just had it. Now I clicked away. Florence. Yeah. Um, off the west coast yeah. of Canada. A so opposite coast island. from New York, but yeah. okay, the, actually the first, the oh, first thing actually, that comes up is no. in the Grimorum Gargoyles wiki. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, Queen Florence Island, I don't think is a real place. Florence Island is off the Antarctic. Anyways, but still, it's Canada. They could have gone home. Yes, absolutely. They just would have had to cross the country. Yeah, that's but that's more doable. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I understand, like you don't have a passport. Yeah, but Canada. I didn't think you need a passport. Somebody who was who remembers pre nine eleven, tell me. No, you did not need a passport. I don't yeah. remember driving. Do you uh, guys want a fun, fun, fun fact? What? I love those. One of the creators of Gargoyles, Gregory David Weissman, um, named Queen Florence Island off of the street he once lived on, Queen Florence Lane. Oh, that's cute. That's that's your fun fact about about 
Queen Florence Island from the Avalon. Now let's World talk Tour. about the real facts. So, <laughs> <laughs> so these uh, mushrooms, you say? Right. What? What mushrooms? <laughs> what mushrooms? Never mind. The, the mushrooms oh. that are gargoyles. Yeah, the gargoyles. Right. Yeah. right. Our friends, the, the mushrooms. Yeah. All right. But let's, I mean, let's get to the plot. So they, they end up back at the site of Cavern uh, Castle Wyvern. It's gone. Um, and they discover some caverns to take shelter from a big storm. And Goliath and, is having hallucinations. Yes, which turn out to be uh, bestowed upon him by uh, vengeful Thanks. spirits. Yes, the the ghosts that are just been hating each other for a thousand years. Yeah, yes. Hakon and the old uh, guard. Yeah, the old Scottish guard who betrayed him in the first episode. Um. Yeah, I, did anyone else think it might have been Puck at first? I thought it might have been Puck, but it was not. No, I I didn't like this episode that much. It was, it was okay. I mean, so like this I, set of episodes is. I thought the Avalon bit was weird this set of episodes is the most batshit <laughs> confusing <laughs> set and that's why i and that, that dan that's why i was absolutely horrified when you told me this was going to be 20 episodes of this <laughs> because yeah. this is absolutely nuts and there's no actual explanation or confirmation of the events that occurred by the end of it it's just, yeah, they, I, just they just get back on the boat and just let's go for another one like also, mm-hmm. there's some points where the boat is destroyed and they get back on the boat and leave <laughs> Hey, time travel, man. <laughs> so uh, let's let's talk a, a bit for like why <laughs> this happens in the production of the show, right? So sure, we yeah. we have reached um, the end of what was supposed to be the thirteen episodes that the the people making gargoyles had agreed to make for Disney, and mm-hmm. when they got close to finishing, like around episode ten, Disney was like, "Great, when are the next forty going to be ready?" And the guys were like, well, we can't do that. Our production company is not ramped up to do that. We haven't been writing the next, you know, 40 episodes or what have you of Gargoyles. We're not anywhere close to being ready for that. And Disney was like, well, you're screwed. We're going to sue you if you don't. So you better produce 52 episodes of season because that's what we want. And Uh... so the world tour was born and they started just like the hinges came off the all limits to what could be in an episode of Gargoyles was thrown away they needed you know they were like we can't put every episode in new york that's boring we need the whole world open to us so this was the path forward i suppose and did they were they like saving money by having fewer voice actors no in fact at this point the show is doing amazing at this point gargoyle toys are the number one toys in the country which for for cartoons in the 90s, that was the ultimate metric oh, yeah. of how well your show is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's a huge it's a huge hit by the middle of season two. Um, so they are just kind of scrambling to get episodes out and made and produced. Uh, and I'm sure it doesn't hurt that they uh, to, to sort of streamline that schedule, you know, limit the number of characters that can be in the show, essentially. But they have plenty of additional, you know, new characters show up we actually get to a point around episode 30 where they start talking seriously about spinning off uh, some of the, the other plots of this world tour into separate shows that don't ever actually materialize, but you'll, I'll point them out as we get close to them, that there are some really weird 
essentially they're like pitch episodes uh, with Angarls for uh, other shows. So that that'll be part of the world tour. Hmm. Um, I am but, not excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> so within the world tour, also there are like some really great episodes. So one of the best episodes is coming up, um, which is called Grief. So get get your get your eyes out for that. That's my I think my favorite episode of Gargoyles, maybe maybe. Um, but it's super weird, super weird. Uh, but let's uh, yeah, let's let's finish talking about uh, the, this episode. So this one was Childs of the Past. I mean, it was a ghost story the ghosts are mean eventually goliath because the ghosts don't realize that demona uh didn't didn't die with the rest of the gargoyles they they imply Mm -hmm. that her vengeful spirit is also there and that's kind of like what startles goliath out of their spell and he manages to turn them against each other and i i thought that was a really good moment like i enjoyed seeing Demona show up and realizing that that was the uh, like, the and seeing it coming, seeing that that was going going to be their mistake. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they were smug about their plan mm-hmm. to put Demona in front of him. I mean, it would have worked. There's no reason to assume that she didn't die. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, they they made, it was reasonable of them. They didn't know better. I guess we we also find out that there was a ghost engine under castle wyvern this whole time or something yeah that's also weird some kind the, of the, old the place like, where the archmages was supposed to die uh where he was actually saved by his future self um had a yeah some kind of strange i don't know what it was oh that's kind of interesting like if the if the archmage had died there would he have not died would he have been you know a trapped ghost yeah. that's an interesting yeah weird I, I do like this this sort of deeper implication that there is um, more going on at their birth site in ECI. It's not just a castle that the gargoyles happen to live in. There's actually deep supernatural things uh, there that could... I, I don't want to say explain things deeper, because I don't think they will. <laughs> but uh, it, it certainly just makes it feel more more interesting i guess ultimately that there's that there's something deeper going on that uh i guess explains why they're there you mm-hmm. know it, it's you know it's not because gargoyles don't seem it, it we don't get the impression here that gargoyles exist everywhere well i i had the impression well for a that, split second right no 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 <laughs> like, be- 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 i know we have an episode coming up but before that like i had okay. the impression that uh gargoyles you know lived around in multiple places uh or possibly just maybe just in scotland but i don't know um so yeah i I wasn't i'm not sure well we do know that later well let's just uh, i mean we we know that demona have any more thoughts about shadows of the past that they want to share before we start talking a little bit about the next episode i mean it was it was a little predictable right seeing that the the scott who betrayed them a thousand years ago redeemed himself um this this episode was just a payoff kind of thing it was just a sort of like uh to 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 give some closure i think to those earlier plot lines i guess and to uh have uh i don't know it also kind of felt like uh, i think of batman a lot when i watch gargoyles Mm -hmm. and this kind of felt like 
that scene almost in like Batman Begins where Bruce like confronts all the bats. When you know he he has a fear of bats and he goes in that cave in his house and like confronts them all. This is like Goliath's moment where he is just confronting all of his fears, I guess. Yeah, all his past regrets. Yeah, so it, but it felt like ultimately it was just sort of like a payoff episode to give them closure to that sort of thing. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if it really was a episode. I guess. What do you, I mean? I don't know. No, I kind of agree with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't really it do takes, much. It for takes me. a little while for it to really take get somewhere, and I think like once those ghosts like show up and start fighting each other, then the episode seems to have something to say. But there's a lot of episode, a lot of this episode where Goliath is just like freaking out and running away. Yeah, and it's, ma- and it's making you go like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. And they give you little visual clues that like once you know what's happening, you're like, oh, okay, I kind of get what was going on. But for a while, it's just like there's green blobs talking to each other on the screen. And what what does it even mean? If you didn't recognize the voices, you had no idea what was going on. So. So let's talk about the next episode, uh, which is Heritage. Oh, Uh, boy. (laughs) The world tour continues on Queen Florence Island off the west coast of Canada, where the group encounters a sea monster that separates the group. Goliath and Angela encounter some gargoyles and Lisa meets with the locals. The local Hada shaman tries to convince her grandson that the legends are true. Meanwhile, the native gargoyles try to convince Goliath and Angela. The humans destroyed the gargoyles in the area. So, (laughs) so there is some indication here that there are other gargoyles in the world that that there is a lot going on. I love how that that description was like, what do we talk about for this episode? Like the fact that they mentioned the sea monster at all is kind of. Well, my description of the sea monster was lol. It has arms. Or like, yeah, like... they were so doofy. Yeah, weird little T-Rex arms. Yeah. yeah. Oh, weird. Um, okay. I mean, so sorry, go ahead. That was actual uh, note. I wrote with little, um, the little fish arms. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, so yeah, like at least. We we see some creatures that are are uh, explained as local gargoyles, and they like vi- they look very different than uh, Goliath and his family. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I... but Goliath like you know believes that they are gargoyles without a blink. So it it, it that suggests to me that Gar- Goliath is familiar with gargoyles of other clans that have different appearances in this case having like animal head appearances i will say yeah. was anyone was, was were people supposed to be fooled by graven being not a gargoyle uh i i have a note that says totem spirit question mark and then well, my that- next note is imagination spirits Exclamation mark. Rachel, are you implying that you predicted the plot of this episode? Because I don't think that's possible. (laughs) (laughs) It's so out of nowhere. It's Uh, insane. This episode is crazy. eh, Well, I knew he wasn't a gargo from like the instant because uh, they all turned to stone while the raven's on the totem pole. And then Mm -hmm. you can see the raven turn into raven man. Right. Right. That was a little hint, perhaps. But, you know, this does sort of... um, bring an interesting thought about gargoyles in their very nature right so all of the the people they come across there's like a uh 
anthropomorphic raven and anthropomorphic bear, right? And yeah. uh, there's another one. There was a wolf spirit. A wolf. Yeah. And all of these are featured on that wooden totem pole, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it, it kind of makes me wonder if, if, like, the existence of a gargoyle and... Well, they say the role of a gargoyle is to protect humans. That is what gargoyles... It is inherent in their nature. And the these creatures that they come across were also featured on a totem pole, which totem poles were designed to sort of ward off bad uh, bad omens and stuff, right? Wasn't, uh, aren't gargoyles supposed to do that too? And exactly, and stone gargoyles are supposed to, you know, ward off bad. So, so I wonder if, if, if it's implying that a gargoyle is any sort of... Uh, protection spirit? spirit? Yes, spirit creature designed by people for to for the uh, express purpose of protecting them, and you know the gargoyles that we know turn to stone. Perhaps these ones just turn to wood and turn into a totem pole or something. They never show it, but I, it, it 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 sort of begs the question of what gargoyles actually really are. You know, okay, which of course so is that- mushrooms. That, everything except that last thing you said is interesting and curious. I think I brought this point up in like the first episode we did. Because I was wondering yeah. if like they were magic and stuff mm. like that. If there were other types. Yeah. Well, in my notes, I was like different subspecies of gargoyle. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, what, yeah. At what point does like, I mean, this might it's... sound stupid, but at what point does like a scarecrow or a garden gnome become um, <laughs> it's right? probably, I mean, you, have to, you have to share a single common ancestor <laughs> maybe like, and, yeah like um you can be in the same family and be different subspecies and stuff like that i'm not the most literate in this i'm just remembering from courses but like if you have ba- the same traits that no other species has like maybe like turning into a different um elements like wood or stone but like ungulants have uh, certain things to make it an ungulant mammals have certain things like mammograms to make it a mammal yeah but you're you're i think you're assuming that these are biological and it's it's possible that... i can only assume they're biological that's because that's the only thing no, we've I, been given. Well, they make eggs. no there's magic in this show yeah, yeah, yeah the gargoyles are obviously biological there's there's yeah. inherently magic in this show i mean yeah. Is we, it not is it not possible that these creatures could have been created maybe by humans or maybe not by humans, but through ancient magics that have been lost to them? I don't know. This is only species through this. Heavy speculation, sir. I, I'm yeah. just posing questions. I'm not giving answers here. Obviously. <laughs> the answer is mushrooms, right? I mean, but I mean, our answer is mushrooms. But the answer for what were the creators doing while making this show? The answer is mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> were mushrooms po- popular in the nineties? What drug was popular in the nineties? Mushrooms I have been know. popular since the Viking times, at least. So, <laughs> uh, so can, who wants to talk about what? the problems with this episode? Uh, yeah, I don't like it that the they try to imply that all Native American mythology is yes. our Oberon's children, you know, yes. playing pranks on people. Yeah, they, 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 that. they say that all Native Americans are Oberon's children. Yeah, the grandmother being a, an Oberon's child. Well, I child think grandmother was like great. a title or something like that. Yeah, they gave her elf ears. 
Yeah, they did get yeah, No, no, like so absolutely. This this is a problem where they they subsume the Native American legends into a very Western uh dominant, you know, Western civilization sort of mythology of yeah. of the Fey folk. Um and then um what was it? Let's see. Uh a victory over the evil fairy took place through through shattering a, a totem a, a, a collection of totem spirits because you know he animated them and the animated a totem pole and the good guys broke them into pieces to to win um and then what was it let's see oh and then there was this final implication like because the whole like the whole thing was this land isn't any good and so people are leaving to get work um and uh and the way to rejuvenate it was to was for the 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 chief to listen to his old legends, the old uh, family legends or the old cultural legends, and buy into them and and stick with them, and that caused the fairies to be able to rejuvenate the land. And it's this like that is a statement that that these these subpar lands that people forced native americans onto would be fine if only the natives acted the way they were supposed to like well, it's just yeah, terrible I it's a terrible it that message. way but but yeah this this episode like swings way right and left as it tries to seemingly take native american folklore uh and and culture seriously for a second and then just is like oh yeah we're this is an episode of gargoyles so <laughs> right. every, everybody exactly. fight and also you're all you're Forgot all weird what fairies, was. so well, yeah I, I you're 100 right it's i kind of didn't like a message of like uh you have to stick with tradition tradition can't be questioned yeah i mean i just like that that message as well yeah, because it was like he was like, I don't believe in this because of science, and then he's like, he's forced to change his beliefs to fit somebody else's. I mean, in fairness, when your grandmother turns into a thunderbird, I think that would be a pretty. Yeah, <laughs> so, sure that she would, was that a would... thunderbird, or was she just a turnip with a bird head and <laughs> <laughs> a mouth? Somewhere. An angry gut turnip. Yeah, I yeah. didn't like that imagination of a th- thunderbird, but I don't know what a real thunderbird looks like. So, well, I mean, like what the. <laughs> yeah. I, I also don't know what what uh, a more uh, uh, accurate uh, sure yeah or or what's the word um, oh well screw it uh, a, you know a portrayal that that fit better to the mythology and the belief would have looked like I don't know but that was not it well uh, I will say though like Dan you're 100% right about the fact that like the, honestly this episode was really cool until they tried tying it back to gargoyles yeah yeah. That I think that was the moment where it. If it, it had really, just been like, "Hey, let's learn about Native American culture," right? Just, if they just went the completely process, different, yeah, we we managed to you know say, but they had to like now we're on top of a volcano and we're fighting a bear like, uh, and it's got wings. Oh man! I mean, uh, like yeah. I was I was nervous as soon as I saw totem poles. Yeah. Um, and I think even if they. Even if they hadn't uh, tied it back to the you know Celtic myth sort of things, there's it's really hard to do that right. I think there's For a sure. good chance they would have screwed it up in another way, made it differently problematic. But either way, I think we can all agree it was problematic. Even if I briefly had hope, because we know that Elisa Maza 
is, uh, you know, biracial and they generally treated that fairly well. You didn't even talk about that. I can't believe it wasn't even brought up in the episode that I remember. Right. Yeah. Like, well, we're in Canada. uh, Well, right. I mean, it was probably not her, her, you know, her own culture that was obviously being represented. It was a different one, but well, I think the same people, but I believe they're also called Aboriginal in Canada. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Or first nations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if they're called Aboriginal anymore, or oh, sorry, or, I didn't. I, I actually have no idea. I can't tell you you're wrong or right. I, um, I don't know the correct term. I'm just going off of memory. I know First Nation is referred to. Um, sorry, <laughs> I shouldn't speak before I know things. Well, so, I, mean, I mean, you're not trying to be. No, you're not. You're not <laughs> asserting your right, and I think that is like a huge leeway right there. Right? We're yeah. like. I, know I think we Aust- can all admit that we don't know Jack. Yeah. Um, I know in Australia they're called Aboriginal. And, yeah. And, and I don't, the thing is, I don't know for sure how much of that is like colonial what? labeling and how much of it is, you know what I mean? Like, I can't tell. Yeah, I would actually like to be called. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyways, the, the first people of Canada, <laughs> the people sure. who lived in Canada before the white people. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, they're very similar, but I don't, I don't know the differences. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame because Gargoyles, like you said, Peter, has done a really good job of having like diverse characters represented yeah. in it and diverse casting for except some, for females, <laughs> except for females. Uh, well, I mean, it has it, it's not a 50 50 split, certainly, but I mean, it has mean it has now, you know, multiple main character female characters. Um, and uh, let's let's move on to monsters because because Angela, one of those, takes more of a, a center stage oh, in yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> the Loch Ness monster shows up, guys. So uh, in monsters, <laughs> the, yeah. the adventurers tour continues at Loch Ness. Angela is captured <laughs> by Doctor Severius, and some personal history is revealed. Should we talk about the fact that they went to Scotland and then Western Canada and then back to Scotland? <laughs> yeah yeah so far it's a, very, it's a really... very western world tour yeah. <laughs> well that's a good point yeah um can we take a second to i i really like tim curry's um performance in this episode as dr severius <laughs> yeah that's it made the episode i was kind of bored in this episode again <laughs> it's i thought it was nice to have like a more monster of the week kind of episode but it like as but all in all like it wasn't it didn't shine, you know? Yeah. Monster of the Week is not my favorite. <laughs> when I'm watching them back to back, I didn't watch six episodes in one t- one episode in one <laughs> sitting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this is a weird episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tim Curry is a good standout. He does like to, to ham it up somewhat, so. Yeah. yeah. I will say one of my first notes is Xanados question mark and then next to it, yep. <laughs> yeah we're uh, it's not really clear how he's related except that the mercenaries he uses are there and dr severius is there so we know they've worked together and he mentions sending the mercenaries back to xanatos so like are, are the right. mercenary is xanatos actually involved in whatever's happening or is it just severius out monster hunting for some of that sweet dna well, that doctor he, really loves monsters i mean he must be working for xanatos because it, the DNA is to like help make new gargoyles and shit like stuff like that, and make like a, maybe a monster army for Zamatos. Yeah, I gotta wonder like 
what the ends are here. Like, what's the you get Nessie's DNA, and then what you make? A, you More make Nessie. A, you make a water dinosaur. I mean, what do you? Yeah, have? I don't know. He just wants to make water monsters. Like, he but was... it seemed like they could make two perfectly good giant robot <laughs> Nessies. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't see why they didn't just. But but Doctor Severius is not a roboticist. He is a monstrosicist or something. Crip. He just clearly loves making monsters. Wait, I guess well, what I'm trying to say is I'm really excited for the Bigfoot episode in a few weeks. Oh God! <laughs> so, question: Does anyone really remember the show Secret Saturdays? Nope. No, okay. we're not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> well, I, I guess like everyone's. Everyone's too old for this, but they they study cryptids, and I should try to remember what they're called. Cryptozoologists. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. what Severus is, but more malicious. Yeah. No. And we're gonna. I. I. I don't think I'm joking when I say I'm excited for the Bigfoot episode because I think it's gonna happen at least for a <laughs> Yeti. If there's not a Yeti, I'll eat a shoe. What shoe? Uh, preferably. <laughs> Whose shoe and when can we send it to you? Yeah. (laughs) Last time I said I'd eat a shoe, I was wrong. So not very. I don't have a very good track record. And you didn't eat a shoe? Uh, Um, No, I did not. Yeah. I'll have to eat a pear. (laughs) Like the fruit? Yeah. Damn it. She found the loophole. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Uh, exposed. Who knew? Yeah. And then then we can bring up that. what is it? Uh, Elisa, you know, finally has access to a uh, a phone and yeah. calls calls home to try to say, "Hey guys, we're okay. Uh, don't worry so much." She only and makes one. She makes one call and doesn't even get contact with a human. Yeah, she only calls Bluestone. She doesn't call her parents, or I mean, she she's trusting Bluestone to contact her parents and the the captain of police i would think i would call my job if i was suddenly missing for like a week yeah well we don't know if she's realized how long she's been gone yet she hasn't she picked should. Anything. yeah she i i picture her as generally smart and we were told that we, one hour equals one day in the world yeah but it, it it does become a little muddy like at what point in the water are you still in avalon <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, i think that's less important it's less important than she was gone for at least like eight hours. Right. So, so like a, more than a week. Well, and she's already spent at least three, four days just at other places. Out in other world, places. Yeah. yeah. It, like, uh, I'm sure she works for the police department. I think somebody's going to file a missing persons report. <laughs> yeah, probably. I would assume so, but. Wait. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know that there's too much else we can talk about on this episode. I mean, it, it's we're gonna run into this more often that um, the monster of the week thing because there's not a lot sort of bridging these episodes to, together other than our main characters. That that the the progression of the story is not as important to the sort of series of gargoyles. So. Uh, you may see some some short episodes of us as we kind of breeze through these. Uh, pretty much, you know, Doctor Severius, <laughs> Doctor Severius maybe survives, probably survives. I don't know why they felt the need to make his his like, survival just, questionable. Yeah, like he ghosts out of the exploding submarine 
uh, long right. enough, fast enough for everyone else to go like, what happened to Dr. Severius? Oh no, <laughs> we're dying. Uh. Well, yeah, so, I mean, no, go ahead. I was going to say, is this the point in the show where these episodes could be put out in any order? Absolutely, yeah. Because uh, I feel like that's why they would make the death questionable is because in, in these sort of cartoons, when you have like the sort of Monster of the Week thing going, you don't want to get rid of your villain in case you get a new episode idea that would work for them. I guess, you know, so you want to yeah. bring him back. Mm-hmm. Well, but I mean, like, he's not dead, like they they don't kill him like at all like why not just show him escaping then i guess oh oh i see what you mean you, okay you meant on the other end yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they they like the drama of it i mean they even they hang a hat on it when they they have the the mook say uh that dr severius has nine lives um, <laughs> he has more lives than a cat or something. there we go thank you so no wait know. no that i stole that from assassin's apprentice sorry oh. He well, says might have, that he, he labels the cat in some like a junkyard cat or alley yeah, cat or something like that. Really, I forget, but yeah, I, something like that. I definitely, I, I remember definitely seeing that line in Assassin's Apprentice. That's why I was like, wait, that's what I switched the places. <laughs> yeah, and so then they get back on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> they go on world tour and get some more, and then they use their magic to float out onto uh, uh, Loch Ness. And uh, presumably the magic takes them back to Avalon and then they'll sail away from Avalon and end up exactly where the show writers needed them to be next. Well, yeah, that's, an- <laughs> that's another question. Is, 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 it, is the boat Avalon at this point? We don't know, Nick. We don't know well, how time works. The last <laughs> few times that they show them going into, or I mean, I guess the first times they show them going to Avalon, they have to recite a spell. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe this Elisa is just, you know, speaking Latin. And unlike growing. other spells, you don't need the grimorum to cast it. You just well, have to you do the words. Well, yeah, probably it might be drawing from Avalon itself. Yep. That's oh, what I sure. was just going to say, because remember, we we've already discussed there's two different kinds of magic. But. All the other types of oh, magic wow. draw from something like the Odin's, whatever, star Thigh Odin. Of Odin. Thigh. Thigh of Odin. It's, those are like vessels, like the Grimorium was also a vessel, but Avalon mm-hmm. itself can be used as a vessel. Weirdly, I mean, like human magic always requires kind of pseudo-Latin incantations, whereas the the magic fey of magic. Avalon or the fey magic or whatever just requires rhymes. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Inconsistencies, we find them and pick at them until we die. Da-da-da. Good song. Yeah. We always question the dumb things, like the possibilities of dra- uh, gargoyle dogs. <laughs> that still gets me so much. Like, I can't believe they just put a dog on that show. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense well, as- to me. <laughs> As we learn more about the interrelationships of the gargoyles who are breeding with their siblings and cousins, <laughs> maybe maybe it makes maybe it makes a lot more sense. Okay, we seen we like think. two. We seen like two females in this whole gargoyle thing. I just think, I just think maybe the dogs are the. Well, no, we've ones. seen at least 
four. Oh, you're right. At four. least four. Because yeah. there's the Mona, Coldstone's bow, or whatever the opposite of a bow is. Right. Um, okay. And then An- Angela and uh, Triceratops. No, no, I'm talking yeah, about like, with the frill. No, I'm talking about like the old, in the like in the old clan. Oh, oh. two, yeah. yeah. Somebody made thirty six eggs. Oh, good lord! We don't know how many eggs they. You guys ever watch uh, Dragon Ball? There were thirty six. They talked about it. No, no, no. We don't know how many eggs a gargoyle woman lays. Oh, if, okay. if in fact they're being laid by gargoyle women and not some other form of oh Goliath just squatting, popping out an egg. <laughs> we don't know the sexual dimorphism of gargoyles. Correct. I, I've always uh, imagined that they're like cell from uh, Dragon Ball Z, and their t- the tail just sort of dilates open. And they just come squirting out of the tail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's, but the, my that's point a very is, visceral image. The point is from earlier, the eggs are really big. They're like the size of like humans' torsos. Yeah. They're pretty they're pretty huge. Yeah. I and Devon is like human size-ish. Yeah, usually when, when creatures lay eggs, the eggs do not get bigger <laughs> over time. They kind of are no, that's the true. size that they are when they are created. Ah, that's just painful to me. It's me picturing human uh, uh. <laughs> birth. It's okay, you can say it. No, I'm just thinking like human reproduction mixed with eggs and picturing popping out that big of an egg. I'm just saying it's given a lot of credence to the fungus theory. You know what I'm saying? If it happens outside <laughs> of the body, it makes a lot more sense. I don't know. Because also, yeah. Uh. I don't know how <laughs> the pain... shuddering response is probably the best reaction I can hope for. What? It's they're so big. <laughs> well, this has been fun, y'all. But uh... yeah, let's wrap it up. Thanks again for joining us. I have been your uh, erstwhile host, Dan Evanson. You can find myself at danielevanson.com. Uh, come over there for the occasional blog post and links to uh, all our stuff, including those at uh, too many thoughts media where you can find uh, Nick Evangelista. Hello. Yeah, that's me. Where <laughs> else can people find you, Nick? Uh, you can find me at taggy slacks on Twitter and Instagram and on the discord server. That's right. <laughs> we heard about it last episode where we got one of those discord servers now. So head over to too many thoughts, media.com to find, some sort of invitation link that I assume exists. It's uh, yeah, it's on the sidebar. It's right there. Look on the sidebar. You can tell yell at us, yell at us for shows to watch, and we maybe will listen to you. No problem. Yeah, we're, we're coming up. Uh, currently, our schedule has gargoyles completing in March of 2021. So, you know, <laughs> hang out with us for a little while uh, as we work through this. But we are we are we're. <laughs> We have other movies and things scheduled. So the Black Cauldron's coming up. Halloween Town this October. Uh, my Muppet- my yep. nostalgia. <laughs> Rachel's pick. And uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol, which is my pick for Christmas. Um, and uh, some stuff in February. I don't know if we've picked what it was. I think that's Katie's slot. I think Katie has to decide what's coming up in February. Oh man, look forward to high school musical. No, no. <laughs> make us watch the last unicorn. I would like that. No, if you like it, then we can't do it. 
I will. I was like one of these movies we watched. I don't think I've liked any of them. You don't like Willow? <laughs> Everyone should like Willow. That's a great. I remember. Don't you remember me complaining about it the entire time? I do, and yet I still want to like you, Rachel. So I'm trying not to think of that. <laughs> there was no plot. Oh no! Sorry, we can't bring it up again. All right, uh, Katie, where if if people want to uh, uh, try and and affect your choices for our fate, where can they find you at? Uh, at Shimmy Books, just no S, Shimmy Book on Twitter. Um, yeah, just. If you have something, just at me and I will look at it and tell you you're wrong. <laughs> Hashtag you're wrong. Yep. Well, we do have a few conditions for nostalgia plus. At least I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. It has to be kind of old, uh, available on like Disney Plus or Netflix or Amazon, I think. What else? One of us has to watch, has to seen it, be seen it before. <laughs> It Probably. can be on Crackle. It cannot <laughs> be on Crackle. crackle? <laughs> I'm not even sure what that is. I don't, I don't know. I don't think our $6 that we've earned will uh, pay for everyone's subscription to Crackle. I think it's one of the three sounds that Rice Krispies makes. <laughs> yeah, I think... It has to be on Snap. <laughs> yeah, I think the Snap only my, at least for my um, personal thing, I, w- I would like to have one of us haven't seen us. At least one of us hasn't seen the thing we watched. So unfortunately, Avatar is out. That's too young. I may override Rachel's concern and still have an Avatar episode. We'll see. It's like the number one trending show on Netflix. I feel like episode is fine. I just didn't want to watch the whole series again. Oh yeah, I I, I don't need to watch sixty-five episodes of. I mean, it's great, but. Yeah, I just didn't want to watch it again. I was like, I love it. We may, we may, since we've all seen it, we may do like a favorites episode where we all pick a favorite episode and uh watch those i don't know we'll see we'll see how it goes anyways you're supposed to be doing an outro yeah rachel where can people find you to yell at you about your bad takes on willow uh you can find me at uh twitter or instagram at argent rabe uh i sometimes yell into the void and uh, don't expect any answers and i make funny posts uh comments on everyone else's social medias at least i think they're funny also that's what matters you can also come yell at me on my other podcast uh homebrew kitchen where we play D D one shots uh chill 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 yeah 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 <laughs> the, first, the first episode is hilarious uh peter and katie guest star and oh! we, do, we do a fashion show it was great. and uh peter where can uh people find your stuff right behind them uh-uh. <laughs> on Twitter at Shoeless Pete or at pashafer.com. That's P A S C H A E F E R. That's how you spell Schaefer if you're doing it right after transliterating from the German. And um, that's all. I'm tired. Yeah, let's finish this episode with our, <laughs> our, our favorite, our send off that we all have. That's a thing. That I what? <laughs> all right. I yeah. Everyone, We're trying to do everyone on three. What? <laughs> One, two, three. What are we saying? Bye. This is the end of the episode. Thanks for joining us. We had fun. We hope you had fun. So long. Listen to the music. The outro music's pretty good. (laughs) Do we have outro music? Do we have?
have? We do. Have you guys never listened to the <laughs> show? No, I'm in it. Why would I listen to it? <laughs> I feel bad for not listening to it. The only time I did listen to it was when Tim Curry was like a vampire or something. <laughs> when I sang that, <laughs> with that awful song at the end. We talked. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about the worst witch. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. <laughs> I, I find myself insufferable, so I don't listen to it myself. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I keep meaning to listen to the Pete's Dragon. It's just episode. it's the gargoyles theme uh, plays at the end of that episode. So. Yeah, oh. that is it's a really good theme. Yeah, yeah. I was I, I had that thought during the viewing earlier today. Just you know that gargoyles theme, like they really did a good job with that. That's and nice, dear. It ends how this ends, which is slow. I will fade out at some point during this discussion. All right. All right. Well, that's it. 